you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The dad and daughter just released from coronavirus quarantine. Uh, We can see you still have a cough. The live TV appearance you've got to see to believe. (coughs) And coronavirus spring break jitters. The dilemma millions of students and parents are facing. Do they go or do they stay home? Then sing, Harry, sing. One, two, three. And revenge of the fans. Hits just keep on coming. Oh. Plus, heading home. Where's the kids, Chad? The husband of the mom who refuses to say if her two missing kids are alive. Where's the kids, bro? Citizen sleuths in pursuit. Every step he takes. And Detective Selena Gomez. How she's trying to solve a 38-year-old cold case murder mystery. Then, long lost ring found. This ring right here, lost for 47 years. She lost her husband's ring in high school and thought she'd never see it again. You won't believe where it turned up. No way. How could it be in Finland? How a stranger tracked it down from 3,800 miles away. Plus, nice catch, coach. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Diane McInerney in today for Deborah. He's the dad, fresh out of being quarantined, who went on TV with his little girl to downplay the threat of the coronavirus. Then he started coughing and lots of eyebrows started to rise. <coughs> this dad, just released from quarantine, wanted everyone to know he was doing just fine. But watch what happens as he and his five-year-old daughter appear on Fox News. It is contagious, but the death rate is is pretty low. <coughs> Frank so, Wusinski um, and little Annabelle spent two weeks in quarantine after returning from Wuhan, China, where his father-in-law died of coronavirus. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, Frank can't stop coughing, so he takes a swig from his daughter's water bottle, hands it back, and she continues to drink from it. Uh-oh. Our best to you and your family, Frank. Thank you. <coughs> Video of the interview is going viral amid worldwide anxiety as the disease spreads like wildfire, with 83,000 cases in 54 countries. Epidemiologist Dr. Syra Madad says 40% to 60% of Americans may contract coronavirus. 40 to 60% of us, that sounds crazy. I mean, should we all be freaking out at this point? The majority of the cases are going to be mild. Um, We will obviously have a number of severe cases and then even a smaller percentage of that that are going to be in the critical range. It's free fall Friday on Wall Street as worldwide markets continue to tank in the wake of the global health crisis. It's the seventh straight day of big losses, the worst since the financial crisis of 2008, as investors fear the coronavirus could lead to a recession. There's a saying on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. The mouse is yelling, keep the cheese, just let me get out of the trap. And that seems to be what's happening. People are selling and running away. 
The Pope canceled all Friday appearances amid speculation he may have contracted coronavirus. The Vatican continues to insist he has a slight indisposition. Look at this, a big soccer match in Italy played in an empty stadium that normally seats 80,000 people. The Korean boy band BTS canceled the opening concerts of their world tour, and there are fears the Summer Olympics in Tokyo may have to be canceled too. The late night comics still found a way to make us laugh in the face of the crisis. Plague! Plague! A righteous cleansing to punish man for his lust and vanity! Millions of Americans go on spring break trips every year, but with fear of the coronavirus reaching a fever pitch, many are wondering if they should cancel their vacation. Our Jim Murray has more on that. Jim? Diane, it's just about spring break time, and with coronavirus fears sweeping the world, millions of Americans who've been planning a trip are facing a tough choice. Do we go or do we stay home? Leah Sutherland, a student at Quinnipiac University in Connecticut, just canceled her spring break trip to Italy. With the illness spreading like worldwide, especially in Italy right now, I just didn't think it would be a good time to go. I would rather wait until it was safe to go and actually enjoy my time there rather than be worried about getting sick. But Leah's fellow students have decided to go ahead with their trips, some in the U.S., some abroad. I would say I'm more nervous for the airport and the plane. Not so much about me, it's other people that I'm more worried about, especially being in airports and being in contact with so many different individuals. Travel expert Pauline Fromer. Obviously, you don't want to be going to China right now. You don't want to be going to Korea. Most people think all parts of the United States, most parts of Europe are fine. It's changing hourly, though. You can follow these basic tips to avoid infection on a plane. Use wipes to clean the tray and other surfaces. Turn on the overhead vent to create a layer of filtered air around you. Pick a window seat. Any seat away from the aisle reduces contact with other passengers. I spoke to Dr. Oz. Do you recommend people stay away from restaurants, from theaters, public areas, or no? I would not curtail any of my travel. I would not curtail my going to public spaces. I don't want to sacrifice life for fear. Dr. Oz has a reassuring take on the coronavirus crisis. People are going to get it. Most people just have mild symptoms and they get past it. But if you're feeling those spring break jitters, our travel expert has this advice. If your trip is not next week, hold tight, because if you cancel your spring break trip now, you're going to be out a lot of money. And today, the World Health Organization raised the risk assessment of the coronavirus to very high. They said it was not to scare people, but instead to be a wake-up call for governments around the world to be prepared. Now, if Prince Harry needs a new job when he leaves Royal Life next month, maybe he can try singing. He was just spotted in the recording studio with none other than rocker John Bon Jovi. Sing, Harry, sing. All right, it's going to be weird. Pretend you're singing in your bedroom, okay? The soon-to-be former royal teamed up with John Bon Jovi for a jam session. One, two, three. They rocked out at the legendary Abbey Road Studios, recording a song for Prince Harry's upcoming Invictus Games, a reworked version of Bon Jovi's song, Unbroken. 
The duo even recreated the Beatles' famous Abbey Road album cover. Bon Jovi also had words of encouragement for runaway royals Harry and Meghan, who are leaving their official duties March 31st. None of us in America especially know what it's like to walk in their shoes, but our admiration for his family, whether it's his brothers, fathers, grandparents, is deep. And so, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to walk in their shoes, and I uh, just think the world of them in the same, just want to give them a hug. Meghan will join Harry in the U.K. next week for their final engagement as working royals, and they soon will have to pay for security out of their own pockets. The Canadian government, which has been providing protection for Meghan and Harry and baby Archie, now says the assistance will cease in the coming weeks in keeping with their change in status. Published reports say security costs between 10 and 20 million dollars a year. Last time we told you how Lori Daybell, the mother of those two missing children, has returned and agreed to go to Idaho from Hawaii to answer some serious questions. Well, now her husband has been spotted at the airport, and the citizen sleuths who have been watching the couple's every move have their cameras ready. If Chad Daybell thought he could slip away from Hawaii unnoticed, he was mistaken. Where's the kids, Chad? Check out the citizen sleuths recording his every move. Regular folks with cell phones get right in his face. You leaving Hawaii finally? Last night, Daybell, whose wife Lori remains in jail awaiting imminent extradition to Idaho, was spotted at the airport in Hawaii, apparently on his way home. Lori Daybell is charged with two counts of child desertion. Her two kids have not been seen since September. Before her arrest, the Daybells were dogged by citizen sleuth they just left. who followed them wherever they went. So Chad Daybell, who writes books about doomsday, should get used to the attention even when he's back home. Where's the kids, bro? Both Lori and Chad Daybell have denied any wrongdoing. It's payback time for the Houston Astros. Obviously, people are still holding a grudge over that cheating scandal that rocked the baseball team. And now fans are getting their revenge. And the hits oh. keep. Takes the hit by pitch. Coming. That's no fun. The scandal-scarred Houston Astros are dealing with a major backlash at spring training. Number 27, Jose Altuve. The fans are booing all the top players. All revenge for the Astros' involvement in that elaborate sign-stealing scandal that gave them an advantage in the 2017 World Series. The Houston Astros are world champions! Cheater! Spectators at the spring training stadium in Florida are banging on garbage cans, mocking the way the team alerted their hitters to what pitches were coming. Obviously going to cause a stir. Seven Astros players have been hit by pitchers in the last five games, leaving many wondering if it's payback for a team whose championship legacy has now been tarnished. The commissioner of the MLB has warned opposing players not to retaliate against the Astros when they are up at bat. You've seen those commercials, George Clooney pitching Nespresso, but now he's speaking out after a new documentary claims that the coffee is made with child labor in Guatemala. Clooney says he is surprised and saddened by the news. What else? 
George Clooney's Nespresso commercials deliver a message of elegance and luxury. And here, Clooney is a knight whose only quest is to find the perfect espresso. Tis all I desire. The actor also touts how Nespresso changes its workers' lives for the best. Farmers' lives are changed in a big way. But now the coffee maker and Clooney are under fire because of a new documentary series. It alleges that to make Nespresso, young children in Guatemala are forced to work grueling long hours to pick coffee beans for as little as $5 a day. Here's the trailer. What part of the world is your coffee sourced from? And is child labor behind the drink you love? The documentary also names Starbucks in its investigation and will air Monday in the UK. Clooney, who reportedly earns close to $40 million as Nespresso's brand ambassador, says he is surprised and saddened by the claims. Having grown up working on a tobacco farm from the time I was 12, I'm uniquely aware of the complex issues regarding farming and child labor. Clearly, this company still has work to do, and that work will be done. Both Starbucks and Espresso say they have zero tolerance when it comes to child labor, and they have launched thorough investigations. They also promise not to buy coffee from any farms using child labor. Selena Gomez is one of the biggest celebrities around, best known for her singing and acting career. But here is something you likely do not know about her. The Hollywood starlet can now add detective to her resume. Call her Detective Selena Gomez. The pop superstar is doing what she can to solve a 39-year-old cold case murder. She attended a true crime convention in Chicago called CrimeCon, which brought together 300 amateur detectives to investigate long-forgotten criminal cases. Gomez delved into the slaying of Kurt Sova, a 17-year-old high school student from Cleveland who went missing in October 1981 after attending a Halloween party. His body was discovered five days later in a ravine. The unsolved murder case is getting new life after these college kids studying criminology at Tiffin University chose to probe it for their school project. With a fresh set of eyes looking at it 30 years later, we have seen things that people have either, you know, missed or, you know, haven't looked at prior. They're working closely with the local police department. By bringing in some students from Tiffin University, they look at it through a different lens. Kurt Sova's brother Kevin is grateful for the newfound attention on the case. Obviously, I'm glad because we have no closure to it. On um, a serious note, I'm very overwhelmed. They all attended CrimeCon, where they worked hand-in-hand -hand with Selena Gomez and her mother. She was going through the files, making her own notes, coming up with her own theories. Kevin, you were working right beside Selena and didn't even realize it. Uh, actually, no, I didn't, but I did... Uh, I got the opportunity to have lunch and dinner with her and her mom. They're genuinely interested in this, and they are really certainly hoping for the best outcome for us and for the Sova family. Everyone involved remains optimistic about finally solving what happened to Kurt Sova so many years ago with the help of citizen detectives like Selena Gomez. It is estimated almost half of all the murders committed in the United States go unsolved. Now it is a fierce face-off you definitely don't want to get in the middle of. Check out this incredible video of a real-life dragon war. It's a smackdown between two giant Komodo dragons. The gargantuan eight-foot-tall beasts duke it out in a national park in Indonesia. You definitely don't want to break up this fight. And check this out. Coming out. Using forceps and bare hands, a team of veterinarians in Australia saved the life of a python. What is that thing they're pulling out that the snake swallowed and is really giving her a major upset stomach? Oh my God. Oh my God. 
It keeps coming and coming and coming. It's a beach towel. Yeah! If that were my town, I would definitely not want it back. <laughs> we'll be right back with much more in addition after this. Next, long lost ring found. This ring right here, lost for 47 years. She lost her husband's ring in high school and thought she'd never see it again. How a stranger tracked it down from 3,800 miles away. You won't believe where it turned up. No way. How could it be in Finland? Plus, nice catch, coach. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Panic buying in America. Next, Inside Edition. Supermarket shelves emptied. Stockpiling essentials. Toilet paper and paper towels right here. Coronavirus chaos. Then, the guy who lets wild creatures bite and sting him. Who would volunteer to do this? Watch the next Inside Edition. Nice catch. That's what folks are saying about this video of a coach with really good reflexes. It's the catch that turned a gymnastics coach into a quick acting hero. Watch again as a nine-year-old gymnast barrels her way towards the vault, launching herself off the springboard. But Cherish Remy isn't quite on the mark. Look at it in slow motion. It could have been a really bad fall. What happened? In my hurdle, I was going crooked, and then I just kept on going crooked. Then the coach appears out of nowhere. Your reflexes were like unbelievable. Yeah, I spend a lot of time catching kids, so. Uh, it's definitely yeah. not the first time he saved her, so. Yeah. The little girl's mom, Justine, actually took the video at a competition in Tennessee. It was terrifying. <laughs> I instantly broke out into a sweat. As you'd expect, the youngster's role model is Olympic great Simone Biles. I like that she made world records and like made it to the Olympics. She sure is on her way, even with that stumble. Wow, amazing. And we will be right back. Still to come, long lost ring found. This ring right here, lost for 47 years. How a stranger tracked it down from 3,800 miles away. This woman is overjoyed to be reunited with her late husband's senior class ring that went missing 47 years ago. And it turned up in, of all places, Finland. This ring right here, lost for 47 years. The year was 1973, and Deborah McKenna was in love with her high school boyfriend, Sean McKenna. He even gave her his white gold class ring. I liked him. Mm -hmm. Yep. I knew that my dad would like him, too. <laughs> But just one month later, she took off the ring to wash her hands. The next thing she knew, it was gone. Of course, I was very dramatic and crying because I was 16. The next ring Sean McKenna put on Deborah's finger was a wedding ring. They raised three kids and lived a good life until Sean died of cancer in 2017. He was my whole life. Two weeks ago on Valentine's Day of all days, something amazing happened. She got a call from her high school alumni association. The ring she had lost in 
Maine all those decades ago had turned up 3,800 miles away in Finland, of all places. Finland, I thought, no way. No way. How could it be in Finland? The next thing she knew, the ring was back in her possession, mailed to her from Finland. There it was, the initials still there, SM, Sean McKenna. He was the only one in his graduating class of 1973 that has those initials. So who found the ring? This man, Marco Saarinen. I never thought in in all of the years that I would ever see this again. I'm so happy you have this ring. I'm so happy. Marco says he was treasure hunting in a forest. He showed Deborah the metal detector that led him to the ring, which was buried eight inches underground. That is so amazing. Marco researched the school name, the year, the initials, and found Deborah through her high school alumni association. When I heard that you were going to be sending it back to me, I started crying. As to how the ring ended up in a forest in Finland, well, that's a great mystery that may never be solved. Wow, remarkable. And when we come back, a dog with some smooth moves. Finally for you, dancing with the dogs. Just look at that doggy go, keeping the beat as she stands on pined legs. Callie is her name, and she likes to dance all day long. And this cutie named Emerson also likes to dance. Her favorite dancing partner, a bus driver in Orlando. These two sure are shaking it off. <laughs> Adorable moves. And that is Inside Edition. We'll see you right back here next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.